0: And welcome to this Tuesday afternoon edition of Word from the Word of God. Yesterday, we began to talk about having a true heart of worship as we consider the gift and the giver, speaking of none other than God, our Father in heaven. Uh, sending his son to be born of a virgin over 2,000 years ago. Now, I know there are those out there that are conflicted about us celebrating his birth on December 25th and citing that according to the Jewish calendar, he was born sometime between April and September. Uh, My friends, it does not matter. We are not, uh, at least me, God knows my heart and he knows the hearts of all men. I am not following after the world in the celebration of the birth of my Savior uh, as I worship and celebrate His birth every day because every second of every day, He is still my Savior. Every second of every day, He is still my Redeemer. Every every second of every day, He is the virgin-born Messiah, Christ Jesus our Lord, sent from heaven from God the Father, God's love gift to you and I. But just because we we commemorate and we celebrate his birth on December 25th does not mean that we are following after the world. Yes, I have put up a Christmas tree in my house, but let me tell you what that Christmas tree represents. See, the evergreen of that Christmas tree represents to me the eternal life that I have in Christ Jesus through the rebirth, the, the new birth of the Holy Spirit who has quickened me and made me alive God has quickened me in Christ and made me alive from dead works of sin. Then the red on the Christmas tree uh, it signifies the blood that Jesus Christ shed on Calvary's cross. The white uh, uh, to me represents his purity and his righteousness is imputed toward us as we accept him as our Lord and Savior and God justifies us meaning he declares us not guilty and imputes his righteousness to us for he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him so when I look upon the white that represents his purity and his righteousness and the holiness of God. Not only that, but when you look at the gold on the Christmas tree, that represents his majesty. Every bit of his majesty, his glory as the second person of the throne, Godhead, God the Son, that he gave up his majesty, not his power, not His, his deity, but his majesty. The glory that he had with the Father, he humbly gave up for you and I and took upon himself human flesh, that he would come here and live a perfect, sinless life and Die a sinless sacrifice on Calvary's cross, and then we look at the present itself, the gifts as we exchange and and give gifts and receive gifts. It reminds me every time I see someone tear into a gift or every time I tear into one myself, it reminds me of the greatest gift and most remarkable gift that was given to mankind over two thousand years ago when Jesus Christ was sent from heaven. The King of Glory came and was virgin born and placed in a manger there in Bethlehem. And He came as, as John said, uh, John the Baptist said in John chapter one, verse twenty-nine: "Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world." Or as Isaiah and Matthew, uh, Isaiah and Isaiah seven or Isaiah seven, uh, 14 and then my, uh, Matthew chapter one says, "Emmanuel, God with us, God in the flesh." uh john in chapter john chapter one says the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld him as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth this is what christmas means to me and god knows my heart so it doesn't matter if we celebrate it uh today sunday A week from now, two months from now, we should be having that heart of worship in us and thanksgiving because he is forever our Redeemer and our eternal Redeemer. Now, what is the greatest gift that has been given to us as far as mankind? Yesterday, we referenced James chapter 1, James chapter 1, verse 17, every good gift every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variables, neither shadow of turning. Our God is the same today as it was yesterday. and will be forevermore. And that gift that he gives that word there, that phrase, every good gift speaks of giving of a gift, the act of giving a gift. And then it says every perfect gift. That's the actual gift that is given in the Greek. But I want to tell you something. Over 2,000 years ago, the greatest gift that has ever been given to mankind was given from God the Father in an act of love, unconditional and unending love for you and I. He sent his only son. Can you imagine, parent, can you imagine having to give your child up to die for somebody else's uh, crimes and, and for somebody else's guilt for a crime? Can you imagine having to give your son or your daughter over to be beaten to be nailed to a cross to be to be crowned with a crown of thorns, to be beaten beyond recognition, to be scourged where all the skin was ripped from their body, and you knew this was going to happen, yet you still knew that you had to do this to save that person. That's exactly what God did for you and I in an act of love. He loved you and I so much, for God so loved. Let's look at the epistle of John. First, John. His first epistle, and I want to read verse seven down through verse ten uh, there in First John chapter three, seven through ten. The Word of God tells us, "Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every one that loveth." is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifest the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. The propitiation speaks in uh, Hebrews and other places in the scriptures of the mercy seat. Uh, but Jesus was the propitiatory sacrifice. He was the one sacrifice that would satisfy the holy righteousness of God. His sinless life lived here on earth. Uh, he would die in our place and pay our sin dead in full by every drop of his precious blood and let me tell you something speaking of a gift you know the word of god tells us uh, and i want to i want to kind of hurry here but i don't want to hurry because i want to really look at this uh There's words used in the New Testament to describe a gift, and it also words are to describe uh, as an adjective form of a gift given undeservedly. I want to read a few verses of Scripture here to you today. First of all, uh, we know right here, as John has said, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. My friends, the word of God tells us over and over and over again, we are enemies in our natural, our sin nature that we inherited from from Adam. We are enemies of God. We hate everything to do about god and his word and anything to do with the lord and that can attest to anyone you witness to today because they will tell you real quick i don't want to hear none of that hogwash it's a bunch of uh, fairy tales and i don't hear anything about it as i've been told several times recently but you know if you want to share a gift with someone this year that will never go away that will never fade away the batteries won't run that won't break, you tell them about the love of God. You, you say, well, I don't know what to say. Well, John three sixteen. for God so loved you, dear friend, that he sent his only begotten son into this world To die for you, and if you believe in him, you will not perish. You will not be judged for your sins that you're in, but you shall have everlasting life. That is the greatest gift that you could ever receive, my friends. That just tell them about the love of God. You know, it's hard for us in our finite mind to understand the love of God. It's unconditional, it's unending, it's not based on anything we do or don't do. You know. Our finite minds cannot grasp the uh, magnitude of that kind of love because our love for others is based on circumstance. Our um, love for others is based on how we feel and how bad they treat us and how bad they or how good they are to us. God doesn't care. All God wants to know and wants you to know is that he loved us. Enough, not that we loved him, but that he loved us enough to send his son to be the sacrifice. To satisfy his holiness and his righteousness of his law, and Christ fulfilled that law and the Levitical priesthood and the sacrificial system of the Old Testament, he filled it, he fulfilled it in himself fully. Nothing was lacking; he lived a perfect life that he might die an innocent sacrifice, the innocent for the guilty. My friends this year. Let's tell someone about the love of God. Let's tell somebody about the gift that was given. You know, the word of God tells us that it is a free gift, but it is also undeservedly. Let's read Revelation chapter chapter 21, 21, verse 6. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end, I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. That word right there is freely, yes, but it means undeservedly. Friends, this gift that we will be telling someone about, and we have found out about ourselves in our heart as we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, is that we did not deserve it. It is free and we did not deserve it. It comes only by God's grace, his unmerited favor, therefore his undeserved favor. You and I do not deserve the eternal favor of God through his son, Jesus Christ. Through his son, Jesus Christ, you and I didn't deserve that. Nothing you and I could have done in front of him or in his sight would have made us good enough to deserve his wonderful grace that was expressed through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the greatest love gift ever given. It was only by his grace that we could receive such a wonderful gift. My friends, as we draw closer to Sunday, December 25th, let's purpose in our hearts to truly be thankful and truly worship God with all that is within us this year for the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, the virgin-born Savior, our virgin-born Savior, God with us, Christ our Messiah, Jesus Christ our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to the next time that we can share in word from word of God. God bless.